There are no accidents. You are here for a reason. Everyone you meet brings a lesson you were meant to learn. Welcome to Meant to Be, a show that covers the tools and teachings of spirituality and personal development to help us connect with our soul, build a relationship with the divine, and step into our true gifts. I'm your host, Janine Ellsworth, and I thank you for sharing this space with me. Our time here together was meant to be. Let's get into the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Meant to Be for the third day in a row. Wow, this is pretty um, never before seen or done. I'm Janine, your host, and I'm thrilled to be back on the mic again today because I'm so excited to take advantage of the uh, power that I have right now and to share with you guys uh, another piece of uh, our series on getting through the holidays from a place of actual peace and experiencing joy and comfort and all that good stuff that we want around the holidays. But while instead a whole lot of people actually experience a lot of stress and get triggered around the season, right? So if you're like me, uh, I don't know, you guys, this time of year, it really... I've told you before, it brings up my money story. Really, you know, that's a thing, working through it. There's a lot of pressure and insecurity that can come up at this time of year. Um, And if you're like I used to be, uh, and I hope this isn't true for you and your family, but maybe the fact that you're listening is probably uh, a key to this. You may be walking into the holidays worrying that you're going to be hitting a landmine with some family members. Um, Not everybody in the whole wide world is completely aligned, right? And in their high expression. uh, So a lot of us have, you know, that one family member who's just ready to kind of argue with them or insult them. Um, I hope you guys don't mind that my dog is repositioning herself. She's doing her spinning around in a circle and re-getting comfortable. Um, And she likes to, you know, be a dog and lick herself. So <laughs> that's happening. Um, but Maya is the most adorable thing. And so I'm glad she's keeping me company today. Um, so yeah, some people like Moa were born with a lot of conflict and fighting energy in our human design energy themes. And so that's no excuse for us to be aggressive or to turn into bullies or to shoot our mouth off, or to insult others. Uh, So if you have someone in your family who is like this, I am not suggesting that you just immediately forgive them. Um, It takes work to use these powers for good, and it takes work and a little extra effort for those of us who have that fight in the spirit to be kind and gentle and not trigger other people. So it's about self-awareness, right? Um, But if we look at conflict and argumentativeness and friction, these are traits that do come up for a lot of people and we can understand them through human design. So here's why uh, today I want to help you guys understand a little bit better where some of those traits may be coming from in your loved ones. And we're going to go ahead and continue on this path of exploring the human design body graph uh, at some of the, the energy centers. And today we're going to focus on the root. Okay, the root center is where we process pressure, 
stress, and adrenaline. And it provides this like pulse of go power to help us get stuff done. If you want to follow along again, get out your body graph. Take a look all the way at the very bottom of the chart. It's the square in the center at the very bottom. That is your root center. It is pressurized from beneath. It's like if you can think about um, rooting yourself to the earth, this is your root. And th- it's, it's similar to the chakra in the chakra system, the root chakra. Uh, it is, if you think about the earth being driving pressure upward from the, sol- the solidity of the ground, driving pressure upward into the body. The root is what we call a motor center. So it is driving power. It is motorizing and energizing force upward into some of our other centers, namely into the sacral, which is just above it, the square right in the center there, right above it. Um, That's our center for life force energy. This is creation energy, reproductive energy, sexual energy. It is also The root is also driving power up into our emotional processing center. That's our emotional solar plexus. That's over to the right on the the, uh, side there. Um, That's where we uh, process our emotions. It's also driving power leftward into the spleen, which is our energy center for things like safety and fear and survival. It's a really old awareness center. It's kind of like our animal instincts when the deer in the woods hears footsteps off in the distance and just takes off immediately, just like knowing from miles away that trouble is lurking in the distance and they got to get the hell out of there. That's the spleen talking, okay? Um, So the root is motorizing, driving force up into those areas. Now, remember, we already talked about the difference between having an energy center that is defined or undefined. So defined as if that's that center, that square at the bottom, the root is colored in. And it might be black, it might be purple, it might be gold or red, um, depending on where you pulled your chart from. And you can do that on my website if you want at janineellsworth.com. There's a tab there for free chart. And you can also do it at geneticmatrix.com or at mybodygraph.com or uh, myhumandesign.com. Look, tons of places you can get that pulled. Um, so it'll be colored in if it's defined. All right. And we're going to talk about it, what that means in a second. If it's blank, completely blank with no lines shooting out of it, that's what's called open. That's your, you have a completely open root. If you have a couple of numbers lit up and a couple of lines or even just one line shooting out of it, but it's still not colored in, that's undefined. Okay, now let's get to it. If your root, and we're, we're going to talk about why this is so important, pressure, stress, adrenaline. This is a theme we're talking about here. Now, if your root is defined, colored in, you're generating pre- pressure and stress energy from within you. Okay, you have pressure and stress accessible to you from inside your body. It is a consistent pulse. It's something that's familiar to you. The pressure to get stuff done is reliable to you and is fixed. Um, A defined root is creating its own pressure. It's powered up from within and it's giving you regular pulses of drive to get shit done. Okay, you can rely on this. 
You know in your body when it's time to move, time to go. Uh, If you need an example, I have kind of a scary and sad one, but this is probably one everybody's going to remember. Okay, so think back to 9-11, the planes that went down, right? So there was the third plane that went down near where I live. Um, We're about an hour and a half away. This is, it took place in rural Pennsylvania in a town called Shanksville. If you guys remember this, of course, we passed the sign for the memorial there. Have you guys been to that 9-11 memorial in Shanksville? Oh my God, it's it's unbelievable. You got to go there. Um, anyway, we, we pass it all the time when we're on our way to the mountains. Um, this was the plane that the passengers took control of and they wrestled the hijackers to prevent them from going to what was the real target, which was the White House, I believe, if I remember correctly. Anyway, you guys will remember there was one heroic citizen and I looked this up. I think this is his name was Todd Beamer. So God bless you and everybody else who was involved in that horrific, horrific tragedy to our nation and our world. Um, but this one guy, and I think this was him, he was the one who like led the coordinated effort to tackle the um, hijackers, right? And I don't know if they had it on recording. I can't, like, my memory is blurry, but um, the legend anyway has it that he said, let's roll. It's time to go, right? It was like, let this is, we got to do this now or never. And there were some songs written, a bunch of songs came out of um, the grief and the shock and the terror that came out of that time period, right? Neil Young's song, um, his lyrics actually say, time's running out, let's roll. And so, you know, that's like really a sad, like traumatic memory. And so I'm sorry if that's triggering anybody um, because it affected all of us in so many different ways that really linger. Um, but I use that example to illustrate that this is the kind of the power of the root. Like you just like know when it's time to go. Like it's let's roll. It's time. Let's do this. So um, having that access to that kind of energy to just Okay, go. That's really helpful for a defined root center. Um, We can understand when something's urgent and when something needs to be dealt with. (laughs) Strangely enough, I find that this can make us have a kind of a loose association with time. Um, And I think that's because we're not necessarily attuned to the minutes or the hours passing on the clock, but instead to an urgency from our bodies knowing. And so um, that that pressure that comes from within is not necessarily (laughs) abiding by the 24-hour clock. Um, I tell you what, I'm late for everything. I have a defined route. it, It takes me so much effort and like reverse engineering of all the steps that will need to take place leading up to me showing up someplace where someone's expecting me to be on time that I kind of have to like coordinate my entire week around one appointment. It's, it's ridiculous so that I can be on time. Um, it's been a real sticking point for me in my life and it really annoys the hell out of other people to be a late person. Right. But it's like when my body knows it's time to go, I'll let's roll, you know, but like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. (laughs) So that's something I need to work on still, you know, and I have done a lot of work on it, but it's something that is, is a, a, 
a whip, right? That they used to, they, that my old boss used to say, it's a work in progress. Um, okay. So this is key for us who have a defined route. When you don't have the pulse of power, when you don't have access to that, when it's just not, it's not lightening up for you, there's no let's roll signal. It is not driving energy to the sacral or to the spleen or to our emotions. Um, we can really just like kind of just go stiff and still. We can just sit there and like not move. <laughs> really like get into couch potato mode. Get into um, like an emotional funk if we don't have energy driving into our emotions. Um, maybe kind of numb. Maybe our enthusiasm is down and we you just can't force, force someone to go. Um, if you're not getting power into your spleen, then your instincts might be off. You won't feel sure about anything in the moment. Um, your uh, ability to like retreat might be off. Um, you may be listening more to your fears, which kind of speak pretty loudly, um, than, than listening to anything else with relation to like urgency that's coming from your root. So you can really kind of get into a hamster wheel of no progress being made. If your root is not energizing your sacral, like low creation energy, low reproductive energy, low um, go power. This is like life force. That's where the, where the sacral does is like this life force, regenerative, sustainable power. And that's what makes people generator types. Okay, so we'll get into that later on. But whether your sacral is defined or not, the root is still like shooting upward. And um, if you're not getting that pulse of power, you can be kind of stagnated. Um, also important to remember, the defined root is broadcasting its pressure outward to everybody around us. So if I'm under pressure and I'm not processing it very healthily and I'm under a ton of stress, other people in the room are going to feel that. Okay, so if we're out of alignment and we're in our low vibration, um, if we're not following what in human design we call our strategy and authority, and I know we have not covered those yet, but uh, we will, and those are the tools that I call I, I say to my clients, like, this is the big so what? Okay, so listen up. The so what, what are you, so what? You know about your chart now. You know about all these centers. But, like, what do you do with this information? This is what you do. You follow your strategy and authority. And that's different for pretty much everybody. Your strategy depends on your energy type. So if you're a manifester, you inform. If you're a generator, you respond. If you're a projector, you wait for the invitation. If you're a manifesting generator, you got to do two things because you're a hybrid beast because you're a superhuman. You got to inform and respond or really the other way around. You respond to the world and then inform people what you're going to do next. And then reflectors, you moon babies are going to wait the lunar cycle. You got to wait a month before you make a decision on anything. Likewise, your authority. Each of us has one of these nine centers in our body graph is our decision-making power, okay? That's our decision-making authority. So we follow that one. 
It's different for everybody. Mine is emotional. That means I got to listen to my emotions, wait for my emotional wave to pass. So we're going to go through all of those in, in future episodes. But that's, if you're not following those real fundamentals of your human design, um, which are really given to us as like the stupid easy way to just get through life like butter, slice through life like butter, is follow your strategy and authority. When we're not doing that, we can really be out of alignment. We can really be showing our lowest vibration of our energetic traits. And so those are the things that are like being critical of others, being critical of ourselves, judgmentalness, self-loathing, um, red face bursts of anger, uh, low self-worth, um, neediness, uh, those things that we kind of like uh, about when we see it in other people, we kind of get repelled and irritated. Um, that's kind of what we were calling about like the low vibe shadow stuff, right? And when we are in that low vibration, our stress can become so intense and we can be obsessive. We can feel like we're constantly running out of time and we can get depressed. Okay, we're going to talk about depression in a minute. But know this, you're broadcasting your pressure and stress outward to everybody else around you, okay? Or what we, we can put it this way, since we're talking about getting together with family, when you're with family members, and some of them maybe not necessarily aligned to their highest selves, they might be in the low vibe, um, if they have a defined root, they're putting pressure on you, and if you have an undefined root. So... Think about who you're spending your time with and whether you have a defined or an undefined route. Are you broadcasting your stress or are you one who's picking it up, absorbing it, and then amplifying it, boosting their signal, and so even like proliferating that stress? So this can become a real sticking point when we get together with other people. So here's something you can do, you know, to, you, you now with this awareness, if you have the openness or the undefined or lack of definition, just excuse yourself, you know, from the family meal, the holiday gathering, step into the bathroom at Aunt Susie's house and say, look at yourself in the mirror, breathe and say to yourself, self, I notice I'm feeling a lot of stress here. Is there any chance this stress isn't mine? Of course. What if it's not mine? Whose is it? Does it matter? All that matters is I don't need to carry this. Their stress, whosoever it is, is not my responsibility. Somebody here is under pressure and that shit is not mine. The end. Okay, so I want you to have this awareness in your toolbox. If you have the defined center, notice and acknowledge that your stress is affecting other people, okay? Now, the root center can act in a really healthy way, too, when we're aligned. So think about this. Everybody needs a little pressure to get stuff done. You know, I need a fire under my ass to get things going. Um, accomplishing little tasks or ticking things off your to-do list, that can create a real sense of satisfaction and, and even potentially joy and pride in yourself. So a healthy dose of pressure helps us stay productive can help us to stay present in the moment so that we're not 
spinning out, thinking about all the things that aren't getting done. We're just here in this moment, appreciating it. Um, it gives us the power to participate in the world, you know, and to engage with people around us, to experience actual joy. So healthy stress, good. Unhealthy stress, bad. Because when that stress is too much, we get, what, frantic, we can feel burdened, exhausted. It can be a real source of burning us out. Um, We can feel like there's never enough time to get stuff done. If we uh, force ourselves to do things when we're not getting that impulse, that that, uh, pulse to go, then we're really going to be spent. Um, The list of to-dos just goes on and on and on no matter what you try to do. Especially for those of you who have the openness or the undefined route, uh, all you want to do is get rid of that pressure. All your like life goal is to just release the stress, get rid of the stress. What do I got to do next to get rid of this stress so I can finally be free of this stress? And it can really build up and then like never go away. So I don't want that to happen to you guys. Um, we can then turn our pressure inward on ourselves, even instead of boosting it outward. Um, and then we blame ourselves for not doing enough, not getting enough done in enough time, missing deadlines for forgetting to show up to places. Oh my God, you guys, I did this yesterday. I totally spaced on a meeting that I had in the afternoon. Um, so my son was homesick from school and then I got distracted making him lunch and then I had to walk my dog. And so I was offline for like, I don't know, an hour and a half or so. And I just didn't get my meeting reminder. And it was, I had it like in my brain, it was going to happen on a Thursday, but it happened on a Tuesday. So that's like what I'm telling you, my like loosey goosey association with time. I did not rearrange and re-engineer my entire week around this meeting because I just like, and then something in the middle of the day unexpected happens and I'm like off. I'm totally off. And I beat the hell out of myself about that. And (laughs) I think it, I really think there was some association with the full moon last night. Did you guys feel that? I know that there is like every month I'm very attuned to the moon and I feel it every single time. But this was really intense. I think last night's moon in Gemini um, and there was something going on with Mars, which like can really boost the anger signal I turned into a werewolf I was like raging for no reason and so I really had to I really had to go deep and meditate and I put on a uh, like a sound bath recording to calm myself down because man little low-grade hiccups in the day like that normally wouldn't make me upset but like I really really got upset about missing that meeting and I shamed myself and blamed myself and um yeah. And I knew like, just go to bed, Janine, just go to bed as early as you can, because then this moon is going to be over and it's going to be okay. And I woke up fine today. (laughs) Just It's gone. So I wondered how you guys did with that yesterday too. If you felt the werewolf coming out. Um, And if so, how did you handle it? Let me know. I'd love to hear. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Let's get back to the root. We can lose track of time when our pressure is so uh, we turn it against ourselves. Like we use it like a weapon against ourselves. And then we get into the blame and shame cycle, right? So too much pressure on ourselves can lead to depression. And everybody's prone to depression. 
and it certainly lurks in other places in our chart. There are other other clues we can look for in the body graph that help us understand where our maybe depression is coming from, but the root is really a potential flashpoint for planting the seeds of depression because of this issue of pressure. Put pressure on us from outside, putting pressure on ourselves. Uh, We really want to be careful with this area and make sure we're processing it healthily so we are not feeling like we're under a rock. You guys with the undefined root, you're uniquely prone to soaking up other stress. And so unless you are able to set some energetic boundaries around how much stress you're willing to take on from others, you know, and it really begins with just knowing that this is something that you're prone to, that awareness is really going to help you. But setting some intentional energetic boundaries around your stress absorption is going to help you. This stress that you're taking in can be coming from, you know, anywhere from coworkers or family or friends, whoever you're sharing a room with, um, people in the same aisle as the grocery store as you're in, uh, your, your access to power for stress and pressure is fluid and it's fluctuating. And so on the other side of the, uh, clock, (laughs) you might be really good at being on time, um, one look at the clock might make you like totally stand at attention and be like, okay, I know what I need to do to get somewhere. I know how long it's going to take. And you might be one that just will hurry through stuff. So thank you for keeping us all punctual. Uh, my husband has an open route and he is on time for everything. Uh, he does everything with lightning speed and he does not for the life of him understand how I can potter around while I'm getting ready to go somewhere and, uh, I have like all the things that I have to do before I'm ready to go. And I, it's like, I, I kind of forget to look at the clock. It's a funny story that my mom, um, we were going on a vacation once. It was the first time after my parents got divorced. This was the first time she, um, took us on a vacation. Just my, my one sister and me and her. And, uh, it was kind of, it was a big deal because this was like her like women's lib moment that she had gotten herself a career and um a you know a decent paying job and was a single mom and she could afford to take us on a vacation we were kids um and (laughs) we were like that we were we 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 nearly missed our flight we were running through the airport because just beforehand she um felt it was really necessary and I do this shit too before I go on a trip I like to clean the house because I want to come home to a clean house but she felt it was necessary to uh polish the the all the little crystals on the chandelier <laughs> and like wipe clean the glass with glass cleaner and so she was up there on the dining room table when we should have been out the door and it was like all of a sudden that was really important to her so um yeah that's a little bit of travel anxiety too but it's pretty funny because we were late and nearly missed our flight um but yeah so more than just the timing piece um my husband um you know, this, I want to tell you a story about him because this, the stress piece is really important too. Um, ever since my husband and I started dating years ago, he told me that he could feel my intense pressure, that it's like literally palpable. Uh, he knew exactly when I was under stress. Um, and he would tell me like, I can tell something's wrong. You're feeling really intense right now and it's stressing me out. So I had no idea that I was doing that. 
And I was completely out of alignment way back then. And I had no other, I no idea that there was any other way to be than just to operate under an extremely stressed out kind of way. And so he was totally absorbing my angst. And so the thing is, if you're in a relationship like that with someone, or you're going to be spending time with someone like that, who's going to be pressuring you just because they're emanating stress, um, two things. So A, it was up to me to get my stress under control and to learn how to live with the pulses that I receive and to learn how to follow my strategy and authority so that I'm not letting my stress and my depression uh, angst other people out and other overwhelm them or overwhelm myself because I got to the point where I was about to burst and B, it's up to the other person, the person who's got openness or no definition in their root to set those boundaries around how much stress they're going to allow a person like me to offload to them. So let me give you another specific example. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you guys that early in my career, I, I used to be a court stenographer. I was working at the uh, the county courthouse in my city for like 10 years, almost 10 years, just shy of that. It's one of the many other personas that I've stepped into. Thank you, Open G Center. Um, yeah, another one of my lives and hats that I wore in the past. But so every day for almost 10 years, I would go into the courthouse and I would sit in the courtroom and I would be transcribing rape cases or murder cases or drug ring cases or uh, abuse cases or all kinds of horrific stuff. And so as you can imagine, the tone and the culture of that place was just like, it was old timey. First of all, it was like walking into the 1960s it was sexist, racist, authoritarian, uh, the criminal justice system is just like, like, don't even get me started. I'll spare you another rant today. But all things that are antiquated and horrible for society, um, I think you get the picture. Uh, so anyway, I was really absorbing all of that. And like, that was my lifestyle. Those, that's who I was hanging around. Everybody there was negative. Uh, it's just like, it's a, it's a negative place to be. The job itself was extremely stressful. I was like, like you're ha hanging on every person's word. They're talking over each other. They're arguing. Um, it, it, it's a very stressful environment. And so I would leave there being very stressed and exhausted. And then like, not to mention having to pay close focus and, and transcribe every word of a case that was personally triggering for me. Um, sometimes I was choking back tears in the courtroom and, you know, we reporters, court reporters are supposed to be non-biased, right? We're like, we're not to take a side, whether defendant or, or, um, the prosecutor's side. And here I was like total bleeding heart liberal, just screaming inside that there was injustice happening because of all of, you know, whatever, 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 systemic injustice, da, 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 da. And so, and, and there were times where I was being triggered from like having flashbacks to uh, when I was victimized earlier in my life. Oh my God. So it was just such a dark time. You wonder why I left there. Um, but I would come home from a day of work and what would I do? I would need to offload that and get that off my chest and out of my body. And so I had so much rage and grief that I didn't know what to do with. Uh, I even started having seizures 
like ser- seriously, these were called um, psychogenic seizures. And I was uh, diagnosed with that after I landed in the uh, epilepsy ward at the hospital with tubes and wires all glued to my scalp, hooked up to machines so that they could monitor my brain waves when I would have one of these episodes. And these were caused by stress. Seriously, like this is, they were like, okay, good news. You don't have epilepsy. You're just stressed out. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is crazy. But um, it is also worth mentioning uh, because they told me I had to go to therapy. So I went to therapy and uh, my therapist told me that psychogenic seizures are common, especially in young women or men who have been victims of sex assault. So that material that I was picking up at work, uh, I suspect was triggering stuff from my past and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that's all in there. And it was a very stressful time. And then there was my poor husband taking all that off my shoulders for me every single day. Or I should say he was soaking it into his root as it left mine. All that pressure and stress. And so that wasn't fair. That wasn't fair to him. And I didn't know I was doing that to him, right? We had defined root, all that stress or stress that we're carrying around, you know, we don't know that we're putting it out there for other people to pick up on, but we are. So what happened? Eventually, my dear husband sets a boundary to protect himself. And I so deeply appreciate that he did this. That he did this. Um, we, of course, didn't know about human design back then, but he is just so wise and healthy. He said to me, Janine, I remember standing in the kitchen with him one day. He's like, Janine, that's it. From now on, you only get one story per day that you can share from court. I can't take any more. I'll give you one. You pick what it's going to be, but no more than that. You got to figure out some way, some other way to get the junk out of your system so that, that you don't bring that home anymore. Um, because by then we had had two babies. Um, my kids are 17 months apart. And they were really little at the time. And so he had to remind me, you know, yo, the kids are picking up on this too. So you can't be, you can't be talking about that stuff here. So that was a really stark but um, very, very meaningful boundary that I had no choice but to honor. And I was so glad that he drew my attention to that. And it really made a difference in our lives. And I really had to get into more exercising and start meditating and start really thinking about what do I want to do with my life? Do I want to be stuck here? Because it took another like five years later that the pressure had gotten to be so much. And this was like the second boundary. He was actually begging me to leave that job. He was like, anything you can do to get that out of here, um, to get, to get out of the job. He said, like, do whatever you got to do to leave there. I don't want to see you doing this anymore. And so that really was like, okay, take the pressure off. Like he, he was experiencing it so intensively because I was. And so it was just better for our family, even with the fear of losing benefits and everything like that. It was really important to keep our family intact because pressure was getting to us so much. So thank you for having the grace to bear with me for these personal life stories. Um, the really one, I'm just using those to illustrate this dynamic for you guys so that you have yet another tool in your tool belt to understand where, 
how our stress can affect each other in our relationships. And so as you head into any get-togethers of any kind, not just the holidays, not just with family, but wherever you go, you can start to sort of observe these dynamics of pressure and stress between people. Um, I have seen comparison charts between like kids and parents where one will have a defined route and the other has an undefined route and they had no idea what kind of pressure they were putting on each other and soaking in from one another. But it's just the fact that they become aware that there's a difference here and that one person is one way and the other is another way. Oh, that just opens the door to clarity and understanding. You get this like sense of relief that washes over you and validation because you know something's going on under the surface. But when you see it, mapped out in front of you. You're like, ah, it makes so much sense. So that's why I really find this to be valuable. So, um, I don't, I don't, I'm not suggesting you have to go and compare your chart against other people's in your families, although you will probably want to, but, um, get permission to look up their chart first. You know, if you want to ask them for their birth time, tell them why you're doing it. Don't be sneaky. Um, let's have integrity here, integrity here, excuse me. Um, but it's enough for you to know, about what your own chart looks like because it's a visual demonstration of what your energy is doing under the surface. And once you know that, you can't unknow it. And you can understand how you're meant to operate in this world and how the way you're built, not just so that you know it, but how it's affecting those around you. And every little bit of of clarity that we gain about our own selves, I think, God, it unlocks like shipping containers worth of compassion and understanding for the ones that we care about, the other people in our lives. So um, before I sign off, we're going to, I could talk to you a little bit more specifically about um, if you look inside that root center and every center has numbers inside of it. Um, They're consistent all the time. But depending which one is lit up for you or not lit up for you, that, that's what's different about each of our bodies. We each have different themes there. Um, I'm not going to get real specific today, but I will in future episodes. Um, for today's purposes, I want to cover some of the overall themes that we see in the root center. Obviously, there's like what we've said, pressure and stress and adrenaline. But also present, what's emanating from that area, so you know what to kind of look out for. The themes are provocation, fighting, stillness, this ability to just turn to a rock and not move, Uh, limitations as in understanding what your limitations are and what kind of box you have to fit in to get stuff done nevertheless, Uh, joy, joy lives there, the ability to feel joyful by exuding this power to do things. the themes of uh, wanting and desire are here and even fantasy dare you engage in fantasy and let yourself break free from maybe the pressure and live at a dimension that rises above that okay so think about those themes and how they may be showing up for you in your life and you can ask yourself as a little exercise, are you always hustling to get things done? Do you always feel like you're under the gun? And do you always feel like you need to hurry through things? And that your to do list is never ending? 
I'm going to guess most of you are going to say yes, because it, it doesn't mean you have to have an open route or anything to feel like you have a to-do list, because we're living in freaking 2022. This is like, there's too many things that we're all obliged to do, and too many places trying to get our attention, so I get that. Um, this is hard. Acknowledge for yourself, especially if you've got openness in that root center, acknowledge that you're taking on others' pressure. And you can kind of sit back and observe whether others are processing their pressure inside of themselves in a way that you might consider to be healthy. So th- th- what does that look like? They're productive. They're, pr- they're proud of their accomplishments. They're taking a, a moment to celebrate their wins. Um, they're acknowledging that they have achieved this or that and then, but not, not like throwing it in your face, but getting through their work day getting through the stuff that's on their list with like okay sensibility and a normal pace or are the people in your life constantly stuck on that hamster wheel are you constantly stuck on that hamster wheel never getting anywhere Uh, you feel like you're never doing enough always running behind are these and the people in your life too are they feeling like they're never doing enough Are they emanating that kind of stress? Are they exuding this burdened feeling and this overwhelm? Are they just boosting that out into the world? And if that's the case, can you set some energetic boundaries to protect yourself? And you can. Look yourself in the mirror and say, their junk is not mine. Because here's the wisdom of the open and undefined root. You're here to be wise about pressure and rest. You're here to be wise about rest. Release everybody else's pressure on you. The universe is the one you want to build trust in. The universe will tell you when it's, the universe will say, let's roll when it's time to roll. It's go time. Nobody else gets to tell you that. But divine guidance, let's roll. All right. Is this helpful? Does this provide some clarity, you guys? I I want to know. I know that this is like there's a lot of heady stuff here. This takes a lot of parsing through and patience. So I appreciate you listening. Um next time um and I don't know exactly when. I don't it's not going to be tomorrow. Um 3 days in a row I think is good and then we're going to take a little minute to breathe cuz I you know I got to honor my energy level that sacral ain't defined for me y'all um so I am um going to continue to post more in this series to help you through the holidays but um next week I guess sometime um you'll hear from me and I plan on zooming in with more specificity into the body graft in- graph and we are going to cover some of the specific gates. Those are the numbers that are lit up on the chart. And the channels, those are the lines that connect between two different centers. Um, so we'll get into those. Uh, like the themes that I just mentioned a, mi- a minute ago in the root, like that fighting and provocation and fantasy. We'll get to those Um some of them, not all of them, the ones that are like, I think are kind of the flashpoints for conflict so that you can be aware of them and get grounded in them and understand the the high vibration and the low vibration of each of them. Um, Because then you'll have another set of tools in your tool belt to help you understand this energy better and the energy of your family members potentially. And 
with all of this knowledge, I am confident and I'm hopeful that you're beginning to feel an opening in your body with this awareness and that I hope you're gaining some of this clarity and validation for what you know is true inside your own body, what you've always known all along. But now you have evidence, right? Now you have confirmation and affirmation that, yes, you might operate differently from the people in your life and that that is perfect and beautiful, the way you're designed and the way they're designed. Now we can just acknowledge and appreciate everybody's difference. Okay, so let me know if this all resonates, you guys. I'd love to hear. Tell me if you have an open or an undefined or a defined root center and how you think it's showing up in your life. Is it, is it something that's been a source of, of trouble for you? Is the pressure you're under causing other people pressure? Let me know. I love to hear from you. Um, feel free to DM me at, on Instagram at Janine, just like it sounds. That's all one word. Um, you can feel free to email me too. El, um, yeah, my email is ellsworthjanine at gmail.com. Or you can reach me through my website. That's janineellsworth.com. Um, if you're ready to book a reading because you want like the full one-on-one analysis of all the pieces of your chart so that you and you can have that um, owner's manual too which is like the thing you can flip back to for years to come um, so that you can really get yourself into alignment and grasp what it means to follow your strategy and authority and then you get all kind of little tools for putting things into practice too um, you can order your uh, human design owner's manual and a 90 minute in-depth uh, reading with me and uh, my prices are going to go up in 2023, so please book now. Um, join my newsletter. I'm also sending folks some uh, supportive documents and, and information and guidance there too through this month and, uh, you know, whenever in the future. So there's tons of ways we can stay in touch. So I really hope to hear from you. Um, I had a big download this morning uh, at 530 about um, a potential program that I want to put together for after the new year. So stay tuned for that. I think it's going to be juicy. It's about friendship, um, something that I know y'all are interested in. And I'll share more when I know more clearly, because this is how the universe speaks. Um, Manifestor download, creative urge. I transcribe the magic teleprompter from the sky appears before my face and I start writing. So um, we'll get to, I'll get to sharing a little bit more about that as soon as I know what the hell I'm doing. Um, Till then, till next time, till next time, I'm going to be back soon. Uh, Be well. I hope you're hanging in there. Breathe. Don't forget to breathe through this month. Know that you're not alone and that every piece of you is radiant, magical, and perfect and that you were meant to be here in this place at this time for a reason. Okay, thanks everybody. Bye. Thanks for sticking around all the way to the end of the episode. I hope it brought you some ideas for ways you can reflect on your own life and some insight into how you can connect with your spirit. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one to uncover your unique gifts through human design, come on over to my website at janineellsworth.com. Book a session or sign up for my newsletter. I would be delighted to share space and energy with you there. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at janinejustlikeitsounds. 
Till next time, be well, everyone.